This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. Wayne Anderson. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Wayne. Uh, great showing up there at the Rattler, brother. Yeah, I had a really, really good run. Well, now, what what quality of cars did you have up there? It looked like it was a great field. Yeah, they had a lot of good cars there. Only only one, I think, from Florida that was up there with me was uh, Chiquette, Jeff Chiquette. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that Rattler, though, that's always a tough race, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. It's 250 laps, but uh, it's just a... They really try hard there to, to, to please you, and they've uh, put new pavement down, and uh, they keep doing upgrades. It's, it's a nice place to go to. Now, I've talked to Augie Grill before, and he said uh, if you leave that track with your fenders on, you've done something. Yeah, I left there with just a crack in my left front fender, so I ought to be, ought to be proud then, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Wayne, uh, your next venture in racing is the Dirt Late Model, brother. Actually, I'm right here. I'm in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina right now at Barry Wright's shop. We're going to leave tomorrow morning. Our uh, our dirt car is all done. So, all right. So where are we debuting that car, brother? I don't know. i got to give me a little bit of seat time, I think, before I, before I get, get out in public and look like a fool. Well, we, we, were just, we were just talking with Shane Williams, who won the uh, the Ocala race down there. And, of course, uh, Rick was uh, Rick and uh, Scott McAllister were broadcasting the race down there, you know, and, and announcing it. And uh, so uh, – we were just got off the phone with Shane, and uh, yeah, he said uh, he said you'll be a front runner. I hope so. I, you know, it's just never sitting in one. It just uh, it, it's just hard to tell. Have, I'm looking forward to having a little bit of fun. That's the main thing. Have you ever been on a dirt track in anything? Never, never. Now your dad, your dad does some dirt racing, didn't he? Yeah, he did a little bit of dirt racing. I think in the mid seventies. That was a whole different ball game than what it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, no, really, really looking forward to it. And like I say, uh, it's 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 just a new adventure for uh, for the airframe team. And um, I don't know, real really excited. I had a great weekend up up at Op, and it was uh, you know it's it's a little different up there. They don't allow them Florida spec motors, and uh, it's a whole different ball game up there. I feel like uh, I feel like you're. Uh, you're teched really hard, and you're you're competing on a level playing field. You know, there's one thing about it, uh, Wayne. You know, when you get up there in that panhandle and, and and start heading west, the tech just seems to get harder and harder. It sure does. It ain't like it is down in Florida, but uh, you know what's really got it messed up is you can't run none of the McGonagill spec motors up here or the Hamner spec motor in Florida, and up here you can't up in the up there you can't run the Florida spec motor. So it. it it's it's really uh, it's really messed up right now, but I hope in the I'm hoping in the near future it'll, everybody will get there. Oh, so they're so they're basically they're mixed up, so you can't run one with the other. You got to have a motor for each if you want to run. Right, the the Florida spec motors is uh, way out of whack right now. They don't have no chip. Uh, there's three spec motors in the United States running, 
and two of them are on a chip, and the one in Florida doesn't have a chip. So uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a whole different ball game. Well, I talked to. Uh, it's interesting you brought that up because I I, I talked to three different uh, people, three different teams. You know, this this uh, past week, past ten days. Um, and they were all three going talking. I mean, about what you were just saying, like how the problem in the whole deal in Florida is like it's just not. There's no tech. Yeah, I don't want to say there's no tech. They're they're trying. I just think the tech officials have their hands tied. Oh, is that it? And, uh, okay. And that that's why that's how I want to call it. And uh, you know, it, it's really a shame you come from the World Series of Asphalt Racing, where everybody in the country tries to come and run. And they're basically out to lunch if they don't have a Florida spec motor. And it's really, I think it's going to put a big uh, big crimp on the uh, late model racing at New Smyrna next year at Speed Weeks. What, now, what is, the, what is the biggest difference? Is there a bigger difference besides the chip with the Florida spec motor, Wayne? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody's ever looked at one to know what it's supposed to have. Uh, you know, I, I really don't, I really, I'm, I really can't tell you, to be honest with you. I don't really know myself, but it's just... Uh, it, the, the motors down. The Florida motor can turn eight thousand, eighty-two hundred, and all the other ones have to run seventy-two hundred or seventy-six hundred chips. And um, and they're just not the, the nine-to-ones you have. The eighteen degree, the twenty-three degree, your steelhead, seven fifty motors. Nothing compares to the uh, Florida spec motor right now. And if you got anything but that, you're obsolete. So the sun. Uh, go ahead. Well, you basically, you might as well stay home. If you don't have a Florida spec motor when you go to a race at New Smyrna or uh, uh, Lakeland, you're just wasting your time. So in the Sunbelt Series, if you're on a half-mile track, you better have one. You better have one or stay home. You're just out to lunch if you don't. So it's got me where I stay home. I go to, I go to Op, Alabama, Pensacola, Mobile. I'll be up here racing because uh, it's just uh, I think the, the spec motor in Florida is just way out of line. Is it, and then is it a higher-priced motor? No, no, it's. I think it's. It's right. The price of the motors in li- is in line with the other spec motors. The problem you have, though, is if you have a team that's probably got a hundred thousand dollars worth of motors sitting there, they're obsolete. They're boat anchors. So that's that's where I see the problem. Uh, Instead of building a spec motor that's comparable, they built one that obsolete everything, and it's and it's a shame because I think it's going to put a hurt on Florida racing. No wow. doubt about it. That's a, what, what do you think it's going to take to change that, Wayne? Is it the track owners, the, the, the promoters, what? I don't know. I think, I think it's, got, it's got to start with the promoters, and then it's got to go to the uh, track owners. And, and it, it's hard to sit here and say and, 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 uh, and call any one person out, but, you know, it's just uh, I think it's put a hamper. Instead of having something that was comparable, you got something that if you don't have it, you might as well stay home. And that's a shame because we're, you know, in my race shop, I'm sitting with everything but a spec motor for Florida. And it's not that we can't go get one. We can go do that. We've got dirt cars and we've got four late models. That's not the problem. It's the problem is who who's building it and who's overseeing it. And I just don't see where uh, I think they're out of line right now. So what So the, what, what, what happens at the uh, snowball? Snowball is the Florida motor stays home. You can't run it up there. And... Um, you you can run anything you got other than a Florida spec motor. Okay, so like for instance, when you guys run, like uh, like when Shilkat runs uh, up there at the Snowball, he runs a different motor than he runs in the Sunbelt. Then is what you're saying? Exactly. Okay, I'm just gotcha. Show you here, Chiquette just made everybody look like fools at Speed Week. I mean, here he was, a absolutely great race car, and, and he's a good driver. 
and he made everybody look like fools at New Smyrna. He comes to op, and I think he qualified in the teens or 20s, and uh, and he got lapped in the race. And he didn't, you know, he didn't have a spec motor. He had a Ford. I think he had a Ford motor like I run. And it's just um, the, the the spec things have, have obsoleted a lot of anything you've got in your shop. And it's just uh, it's it's kind of a shame. Instead of having something that's comparable, the the Florida motor just it just made everything everything you got obsolete. Well, we're, we're talking here with Wayne Anderson, and Wayne, Wayne, I'll tell you, I mean, I'm so glad we t- we have you on because I mean, you bring this stuff to to our attention and to light and to the light of the fans and, and people out there because, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, most people don't know this stuff. You know, they just they don't have a clue. Well, it's a, it's a shame, and and like I say. The, the whole the whole thing of the spec motor, the when it started, was the right way. It was the right thing to have. Have another, you know, or to have a motor that's out there that's not a twenty-eight thousand dollar motor, or twenty-five or thirty-five thousand dollar motor. Now you got a fifteen, seventeen, eighteen. I don't know the exact number on it, but that that was real good for somebody coming in the late models and being able to afford. Like if you blew a motor, it was better off to, to buy a spec motor. But but what they've done is instead of it being comparable, it's way better. So if you don't have one, you know, you know, not only not only that, let me let me add one more thing here. Just like at New Smyrna, we had nine to ones, we had steelhead. The spec motor in Florida gets a weight break on top of having a better motor. So it, it, it just anybody that come out of state, they basically got their butt handed to them, and it's a shame because I think it's going to put a hurt in our speed weeks next year. So basically, the car with a higher horsepower motor got a weight break. Yep, that's crazy. Absolutely, yeah. and then and, and and it it showed out. I think a spec motor won every single night at Speed Week, and it, it's just uh, I, I just think the motor's over the top. I, if it was on a chip like the rest of the spec motors in the United States, I think then it would be comparable to what you have, and and it wouldn't obsolete what you have in your shop. That could you know that'll that explains uh, why we had. To put people from Georgia and Alabama in the north-south race, they were north drivers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's a, it's a shame. I mean, I think it, it had the right approach at the start, and I think it's been mishandled since since in the last uh, in the last year, year and a half. Uh, the motors have just really uh, they've been they've been tuning them up, and and you can tell at the racetrack now. So those guys, and not to beat this horse to death, I'm just flabbergasted. You mean, so the guys that, that race, who want to race down here, like, say, in this north-south deal, they're not going to buy one of these motors because they can't race it nowhere else except here. There you go. Okay. So in, in the race at New Samana for, uh, I don't know, 1200 to win each night, they can't go buy a, a fifteen seventeen thousand dollars $17,000 motor, and then it's no good after speed weeks. So it, it just it, it put a crimp on everything, and I, as you you know you go back and you look through the notes of who won every night at Speed Week in the top motors. I think the the guy I helped uh, Ryan Seek ran uh, second one night, a third, and a couple fours. We were the highest finishing motor that wasn't a spec motor. Yeah. So um, you know it, it's just it, it, it's a shame. I, I would like to see all the spec motors get in line, and and every, each engine builder be able to look at each one. But the way they got it in Florida, only a only a, uh, a couple people can even build them, and uh, I just feel like there's no control on them right now. And, the, and the, I don't even—I'm not even 100% sure the tech men that they have for the Sunbelt Series even know what the what the Florida spec motor is supposed to be. So uh, 
you know, they, you go to somebody, you know, I've heard of people wanting to uh, to protest and look at them, and, and they, they don't even know what they look at you like you're Chinese, you know? Yeah. So uh, I think they've uh, I think they've got a problem, a small problem, and it's a shame because I think it's going to put a hurting on a uh, damper on racing. And not only that, right now, the, you know how, how bad the economy is, and, and we all need to save our save our money. And I think it's just uh, I think you're going to see a I think you're going to see the late model racing in Florida take a hit. Well, you know, we're, we're I'm really uh, anxious to see how things uh, as as racing gets started uh, uh, in Georgia and North Carolina, and as things move up up you know north as the as the weather warms up to see what the car counts are because the initial. Uh, the initial thing down here in in Florida for the for the uh, local tracks. Now I'm not talking about the winter national deals or any of that, but the local tracks, the car counts have not uh, not been all that good to, to begin the the year here. As a matter of fact, I, it, I, I wasn't I wasn't even in town, but I heard the car count at Ocala for their dirt race last week was amazing, and the people in the stands were amazing. Four thousand in paid in the grandstands front, plus what was in the pits. I mean, it was it was wall to wall. They wall sold, to wall people. They sold out of every napkin. I mean, they sold out of every bottle of water, every hot dog bun, everything. And you couldn't get near. You had to stand in line for twenty minutes to get anything. The place was mobbed. Ken Kenny had forty five dirt late models qualifying for a twenty six so, star field. It's like thirty nine, thirty nine hobby stocks or whatever. The place was just a mob scene. It was unbelievable. Well, there you go. That's why I think that's why uh, Wayne Anderson's got a dirt car, and I think other racers are looking at dirt dirt racing because it's just a. Uh, I think that uh, the late model racing, uh, the the promoters have have kind of pushed this out, you know. And I think you got to start looking at other options. And and for and for Airframe International Wayne Anderson Racing, I think that the dirt was our next option. Whether I'm going to be any good at it or not, I have no idea. But. It was just uh, an avenue I felt like we needed to go down. Well, you got Brezhnehan, you got Pratt, and there's a there's a few others I've heard that are looking at it. Yeah, oh, Pratt. Uh, the you know you can buy a dirt a national dirt late model motor. I think they're they're fifteen grand, sixteen grand. The cars are a lot cheaper. You race for more money, less laps. You don't have to put quite as many tires on. Um, and like I say, when the economy stuff, what looks lucrative? The the the, the dirt cars do, you know, and. Uh, what? Like I say, I, I have no idea how competitive I'm going to be. It's the jury's out on that, but uh, we're just very excited to do something different. I, I think I think you ought to uh, have a press conference on the day that you go out uh, your first time, and, and I think we ought to sell tickets for just the practice sessions, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, for me to look like a fool, probably. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. If people thought I was going to look like a fool, you'll sell a lot of. <laughs> you, you, you're probably right, Wade. I mean, that's just the way it is, man. You got, but uh, you know, I'll on. tell you what. You though. got a. You got a lot of fans out there. You know it, man. Yeah, I, I know it, and we're and like I say, we're real excited, and uh, and it's just uh, it's just a new adventure for us, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And there's a there's a lot of, uh, a, you know, there's a lot of talented dirt racers that many people don't know them by name. But there's a, there's a lot out there, and uh, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure it's going to be a tough road to hoe for us. And, yeah, but, uh, I feel like I'm up to the challenge, and I'm looking forward to it. Shane Williams has confidence that you're going to be a front that, runner. That's right. Well, I take that, and that's a compliment. And, yeah. and and I and I take that, and I and that that just uh, makes me feel respected coming over to dirt. And, I'm, and uh, like I say, I don't think I'm going to be blowing nobody off by no means. And uh, I'll have my hands full. And and it's just a it's just a challenge after 22 years of racing. I feel like I've won every major short track race there is in this country, and I feel like I have nothing more to prove. 
still enjoy it, still love racing asphalt, and look forward to it. But I think uh, right now with the economy, the dirt is the way to go. 22 years, huh? 22 years. You have five more years than Brett Favre did, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you I don't have Brett Favre's checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> so before you go, Wayne, tell us about your uh, your guy there, uh, Shane Sieg. Shane, uh, well, I kind of I helped him through Speed Weeks. It was actually Ryan Sieg. And I told oh, Ryan Sieg, I'm sorry. It was Ryan. They're, just two, they're both brothers. Shane's been running the Craftsman truck. And uh, I told him that after Speed Weeks, I was going to go back to my doing my own racing. I just, we have so much to do. There's so many good races out there, and plus the dirt thing, that I just don't really have the time. And that was great to, to end. And I kind of ended my relationship with him. Not, not, in, a, not in any bad way any, whatsoever, but at least we left Speed Weeks with our head, head held high, and he ran extremely well and i don't think he he hardly put a scratch on his car for nine nights so um uh, very excited for them and they got the, and they ran i think uh shane drove one of the cars this weekend and finished fifth up at op so they're running good and they'll, they'll do well on their own and uh it was just uh it was just uh it was just time for me to do uh some some racing with you know for myself and uh, i just wanted to take some time off and and do this dirt thing and uh and go race where i feel like uh the competition is well checked, and and you can't get by with nothing. And I I just feel like it was a move I needed to make. All right, Wayne. Thanks a lot for spending some time with us here on Real Racing USA. We'll see you at the track, and thank you very much. Hey, thank you guys for the time. All right, bye bye now. All right. I tell you what, you know, Wayne Anderson. He's he's always got something. Something we learn something every time. Always we talk. To always, Wayne. man. And I I am really really looking forward to seeing him on dirt. Because, uh, like Shane Williams said, I have no doubt in my mind this guy, by the second or third race, is going to be wheels up, running for the front spot. And uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing the old number 84 out there on the dirt, man.